Welcome to a brand new podcast, and this is the Oracle 19, and my name is Greatness. For any business inquiries, if you want to put your, if you have a business and you want to have your business on this podcast, over 35 countries, so we have plenty of space for you, you can email us at evolutionoflondon at gmail.com. Again, if you want to put your business on this platform, you want us to promote, so definitely email us and we will talk business. And that's the same email if you want to make a free will offering, donate to the podcast. We definitely could use your support. Email us, same email, evolutionoflondon at gmail.com. And we have different links to other affiliate sites, www.linktree dot com forward slash evolution of London and we do have a Patreon channel. We have videos that's not on YouTube. So www.patreon.com forward slash evolution of London. There you also will find digital artwork and consulting services as well. Check out www.evolutionoflondon.com we have it's our baby shopping mall whole wide range of different products from men's, kids, ladies' clothing, over 30,000 different products, jewelry, house products, etc. So, www.evolutionoflondon.com. Also, check out www.evolutionoflondon.org, O-R-G. There you will find custom clothes, accessories, digital products for personal as well as business use. And finally, check us out at www.evolutionoflondon.store, S-T-O-R-E. There you will find accessories such as soaps, lotions, more clothing, and accessories. Check out the company Royalty9International.com. They make homemade candles, luxury candles, 12-ounce jars, from scented to unscented candles. Now, the scented candles is from frankincense, myrrh, jasmine, eucalyptus, peppermint, rose, sandalwood, just to name a few. And you can email them at royalty9international at gmail.com if you want to place your order for the candles. Or you can go to their website, www.royalty9international.com, and you can check them out at social media, Instagram, as well as TikTok, Royalty 9 International. Mr. Will, he's been a fitness consultant for over 15 years. If you want to book a consultation, email him at williesfitness99 at gmail.com. That's Willies, W-I-L-L-Y-Z. Fitness99 at gmail.com and also support his merchandise www.wjaaccessories.org org. You will find custom clothes, accessories, and digital products as well, business as well as personal use. 
ebooks definitely you want to look into. Music. Cheap Limousine Channel. Cheap Limousine Channel. You can find him on YouTube. A whole wide range of different beats. So definitely once you go to his social media platform on YouTube, you will see other social media sites. So like, subscribe, and share to Cheap Limousine Channel on YouTube. And continue to train on YouTube. You have Greatness 19 channel. That's our educational channel. Over 450 videos to open up your third eye. So check out the Greatness 19 channel. And like, subscribe, and share. And also donate. Donate. Show your love. It's a lot of hard work to put this content. So so show your love to the Greatness 19 channel. And also check out Mr. Evolution of London. That's our health and wellness channel. So we have a lot more videos that we're going to be posting on new videos. So look for that and like, subscribe to Mr. Evolution of London, our health and wellness channel on YouTube. AT Repair, AT Cell Phone Repair Center. They have two locations. That's 1401 Ernest Avenue, Unit 15, London, Ontario. Phone number is 519-204-7300. They sell all different types of phones, computers, iPods, iPads, accessories. Their email is atcellphonerepair at gmail.com. And yes, ask for Freedom. Yes, that's his name, Freedom. He's been in business for 20 years. And definitely, they have a lot of, I would say, a lot of good stuff. I was going to say not even good stuff, great stuff there at AT's uh, Cell Phone Repair. Definitely, you can get some nice, good deals with their cell phones. The second location is 93 Wellington Street North. That's, again, London, Ontario. They wholesale at the second location. All different types of phones, computers, iPods, iPads, accessories. And their telephone number is 877-358-0026. That's their toll-free number. Number one for parts, accessories in London, Ontario. And they provide security cameras and install them as well. Finally, their local number is 226-503-3300. And their business email at that second location is atwholesaler at gmail.com. That's A-T-W-H-O-L-E-S-E-L-L-E-R at gmail.com Fin City Fin City Fish and Chips located downtown London, Ontario telephone number is 711 Richmond Street and the phone number is 519-672-9950 great fish and chips there very good fish and chips, among other things, too. They have a lot of good meals, but the fish and chips is definitely very good, scrumptious, and delicious. And you can check their website, www.fincityfishandchips.ca, and their email, email address is fincitylondon at gmail.com. You can check them out on Facebook and Instagram, and they deliver as well, DoorDash, uh, was it Skip? Yeah, they're all the local delivery uh, 
companies, they, they definitely could service you via uh, Fin City Fish and Chips. So definitely check them out as well. Fin City. Villa Manila. I keep on saying Villa Manila. Ah, man, I, the second week I'm saying that. I'm thinking the boxing. But Villa Medina. Yes, that's what I want to say. Villa Medina. White Oaks Mall. Again, that's the southern part of London, Ontario. Their address is 1105 Wellington Road. And if you go and Google White Oaks Mall, the store hours of the whole mall will apply to Villa Medina. But I'll let you know anyway, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sundays, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And you can call them at Code 647-704-4215. And they very good food. Their chicken shawamas and their, and their beef shawamas is very good. Mediterranean restaurant. Very good dinners. You definitely need to check them out in the food court area of White Oaks Mall. So that's Villa Medina. Now, the Oracle 19 podcast is on all major platforms. Be on iHeartRadio. I thought I just had a brain lapse with that, but that's how can I forget? iHeartRadio, Anchor.fm, Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, just to name a few. So, anything I haven't mentioned would be in the Oracle 19 podcast. The Greatness 19 channel, Mr. Evolution of London, and finally www.theoracle19radio.com. Now, definitely today we're going to turn it up a little bit. As always, I give my perspective of things, right or wrong, up and down. Again, just my perspective. And it's going to definitely be a little triggering. Today's episode, today's topic, which is worse, black on black crime or white on white hate? Which is worse, black on black crime or white on white hate? Now, what do I mean? Like I said, we're going to turn it up. All right, well, my perspective, a lot of people will say black-on-black crime is the worst. You'll find a lot of races, most of the races will say black-on-black crime for the most part. Other people will say white-on-white hate. A few probably will say that. But most people will say We'll say the black on black crime. Now, let's break it down. And again, I'm giving my perspective of things. Black on black crime. In the black neighborhoods, that's not majority of black people committing crime. Unlike what is the perception. Perception is that 
most black men and I'm targeting most black men, black men because that's the target. That's the target is between the genders of black man, black woman is black man. He commits crimes. He's causing mischief in the not only community, but in the city near you and etc. etc. People target and say the city's like they say first thing, Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. First thing people would say, New York City, New York City. They see in these cities on TV, world news, wherever country you reside, if somebody is shooting and killing is black men. And naturally, people will perceive and think is all black men, if not 95% of black men in those cities, in the in the cities, in the hood or the ghettos is committing the crime. Criminals. Degenerates. Just the lowest of the low. Why white people for the most part is innocent and pure. Or quickly will say, now he's doing as much crime as the black males. Okay, so this is the framework that is put out there. I like to use, like, I try to use logic and common sense. Sometimes when you throw up certain statistics, it can, it depends who's saying it. It, it could be perception, it could be falsehood. A lot of times there's a lot of falsehood within bringing in statistics and stuff because you got to pay attention to who is saying it, who's bringing these stats, what race of people is coming up with these stats. I leave that as that. But let's look at the logic of things. Okay, let's say in the hood or the, in the poor places, the, the, what do you call it, the hood, the urban neighborhoods, it all means just black people. So let's not sugarcoat it. In, in the poor, in the black neighborhoods, is most black men committing crime? Uh, let's say you have a hundred black men in in the neighborhood. What percentage in your mind you think in black men in that neighborhood is just committing crime? Now, if you listen to white folks, they will just say ninety five percent of black men is just committing crime, and they put it out there on major news and you thinking just the black men there is a bunch of beasts. Everybody, every black man or majority of black men out of a hundred is committing crime. Only five might be decent. Out of five of them, they, they, they was ex-felons and they just turned their life and maybe two just got lucky. This is the perception. This is, I say it again, the perception of white America, if you listen to them, especially the 
the su- suspected white supremacists out of let's say 100 black people, black males. I'm zeroing on black males. If you, you if you say 100, let's I'm just bring up a number. 100 black men that was is in a particular neighborhood in a poor neighborhood. 95 of those black men is criminals. Five of them that is not, let's say, three out of five is ex-felons and they changed their life. They was criminals before, but they changed their life. And two just got lucky and slipped through the cracks. That is the perception. If you really dig deep within the philosophies of suspected white supremacist philosophies. And other races. This is what they perceive. Let's not BS here. Y'all know of other races. This is what is perceived. Whether you want to sugarcoat it or not. But if you're going to say. Use that statistic. And that. If you say that's basically. Nine out of ten black men that you see is going to cause mischief and rob you and just going to destroy that's idiotic because if you go in those neighborhoods yeah you got knuckleheads in all neighborhoods all different races but we're going to focus on the black race out of if you see 9 out of 10 black men in that in these areas say East New York or Brownsville you mean to tell me out of 9 out of 10 black men that you see 9 of them is going to just rob and and just delete you on site just randomly out of 10 of them basically 9 of them is going to rob you by just on site you know, if you had that perception, if, if that was reality, you know how crazy the hood would really be? Now, you got a lot of bad apples that spoiled the bunch. But if just think about it. If you had, we know there are black-on-black crime. But if you had majority in, th- in the, those neighborhoods that is really causing problems that means ev- basically you just have to say every black man you see in those neighborhoods none of them is working none of them is productive they all just, they just gonna go after you and just rob you and delete you and destroy you and, and eat you up and and just gonna be animals Now, I know that's what you perceived. Most black males in there is, okay, poor, but they work in class. They work in every day. You can see if you pay attention, people going to work every day. And I'm saying men. Women, Women, I'm pushing them aside because really the aim is black men. You find black men, they might not have much money, but everybody's taking the train. Most people is working. 
If not, just go and Google or just go and you want to take a chance, go into your neighborhood hood in the morning. People's getting on the train. People's going to work. People's going to school, believe it or not. We're saying black males here. Black males is taking the trade. We're not talking about... I will say, it's a, if you're going to say anything, a percentage, you'll get like 3 out of 10. Maybe 4 out of 10. But I still... I still say majority is 70, 70% decent black males, 30% not. If you want to squeeze 40, I'm not going to, mm, I wouldn't argue with you per se, but I still wouldn't think that's it. I would say more like 70, 30 percentage wise, my personal opinion. Because if you say majority, then that means every black man you see, and that's not. Go drive, go throughout the neighborhoods. You see, or even going Google and videotape, you got, or looking on the internet, you see black males productive, working. But it's made, but being this poor area, and you got that 30% that is hell raises, is making it bad for the majority and causing hell. And, and, Here's the thing. Let's be for real. In the black neighborhoods, the police don't really give a damn because they just say, you know, these is animals anyway. The 30% anyway is acts that way anyway, so they make it bad in the neighborhood. So the police is going to be a different type of police protection in the hood versus in the suburbs where white folks live. This is just a reality. We know this. This is common knowledge. They just say, let them go and let them destroy themselves. The end. We know the story. And I'm going through these steps with you step by step to really bring to bring this all in full circle. And later in the conversation, you will understand my whole philosophy with everything. So black on black crime a lot of times zero in on black neighborhoods. This is what it is. It don't expand outside of the black neighborhoods, black on black crime. You're not going to have black on black crime in the white neighborhoods. And I know you white people say, good, thank God. But I'm going to break it down in a minute about the white on white hate. Just stay tuned. Now, black on, continue on black on black crime. So we can pretty much agree, I'm sure, that black on black, black on black crime is basically, it stays and stops in the black neighborhoods. The shooting, the killing, the degenerate behavior stays exclusively, for the most part, in the black neighborhoods. Okay? That's black on black crime. 
So now I gave a little clarity for that part. Now let's talk about the white on white hate. Which is worse? Black on black crime or, or white on white hate? Well, then you might say black on black crime. No question about it. Look at the stats, Mr. Greatness. Stats, stats, stats. Statistics, statistics, statistics. But here's the tricky part. Which is worse? You think about this. White, black on black crime or white on white hate? And like I told you, black on black crime is basically exclusive in black territories, black neighborhoods. It don't go outside of that. Okay? I'm, I'm repeating this over and over. And I know you're saying, like, get to the point, get to the point. I will calm down and I shall take it easy. See, now white on white hate destroys countries, destroys states, destroys province, can destroy the world. Now, I knew you like, I'm, I'm walking you slow with this. What do you mean, Mr. Greatness? White on white hate, prime example, look at the war. Russia and the Ukraine. When you have white on white hate. White on white hate destroys economies. Populations on a large scale. Can cause pestilence, diseases, destroy, like I said, can destroy the planet Earth. Because guess on, look in real time. Ukraine and Russia, both are white. Both people with thousands and thousands of people white people is dying or hundreds and hundreds of people dying daily, weekly and still in motion when white people have this white on white hate can totally wipe out countries Throughout history, when white people have that white-on-white hate, it destroys economies. Think about wars throughout Europe, World War II, Germany, and their allies, Italy, versus other white countries England, France look at the French 
revolution. Napoleon. Bonaparte. How he destroyed white countries. War. Savagery. Look at the history of England. How they ravished. Of course they dealt with those countries that were black people as well. Black countries. Robbed. Destroyed. Great. I don't use the R word word for YouTube purposes, social media purposes, but I use the word grape with a G. But we're not going to go with other, with, with, uh, we just exclusively just talking about white on white hate. All throughout Europe, when fights go on, expand country versus countries a lot more destruction than black on black crime you might have 10 people let's say 5 people say 5 people maybe got shot and killed in a day in the streets of New York but think about what goes on in Russia. How many people Russia in, with Russia and Ukraine die in a day with their war, white on white? Or think about throughout history, World War Two, World War World War One. And like I said, I'm not talking about how white people have dealt with other races in war. How they wiped out civilizations in war. Far greater. But I'm going to try to focus on the topic white on white hate. Look within America. The Civil War. The North versus the South. When white people go to war, they go to war. As warmongers. Bloodthirsty. Am I lying? You know it's true. Hunters for real, for real. The evils of white civilization against their own. They purge for real, for real. So which is worse? I just gave you a few examples, but I can give you many more. But just read your history books. Just read your history books of white civilization. When they go and fight each other. Find out how many people... It's... Is deleted off of the face of the off of the face of the earth, or the destruction they cause is a chain effect. Econ- like I said, economies 
economics, money. It's, it's just not only people is die. It's just civ- their civilizations is wiped out. And it's a chain effect. It affects other, other people from all different places of the world. Look what's happening now. And I'm going to focus on Russia and the Ukraine. The war that's going on here is affecting people in North America. Right? Gas prices skyrocket. Food skyrocket. United States is sending billions and billions of dollars to fund the Ukraine in which the United States don't have but you why are you spending billions of dollars and you got people homeless right in your own backyard does that make sense white on white hate they hate Russia so bad the government of the USA hate Russia so bad you, they willing to go the extra mile and send monies that they and print out monies that they really don't have because this United States is in trillions and trillions of dollars in debt. But you you pumping in printing out money that you don't have and cannot afford because you have hate for another white group. White on white hate. Which is affecting black people and other races in North America. Inflation has gone up. It's harder out here to survive with the same salary. When black on black crime in local hoods, black black on black, black people shoot up another black man kills does that affect the world economy (laughs) does that affect white people in the suburbs but this war that's going on now is affecting not only black people in other races but even white people in the suburbs because you got Inflation that affects everyone in North America is a domino effect. Matter of fact, I could take it further. This war is affecting everybody in the whole world, indirectly or directly. Maybe you're saying greatness don't know what he's talking about. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm off. Maybe I'm off. So, what do you think? After hearing this, which is worse, black on black crime or white on white hate? See, I'm not even going to get into the religious part of things because I know thousands of y'all guys is not into the religion per se. But it is prophecy within these religions, whether you read the Quran or the Bible or the Torah, it gives you a history lesson of what's happened in the past and what happens in the present, who's your enemy, who's not your enemy, so far, so on, if you if you want to really read. But I'm not going to get into that part. I just try to deal with just logic. 
my logic or perspective or whatever you want to call it. But this is what I see. Maybe I'm wrong. Greatness is not always right. But am I wrong? Or am I right? Am I making a point? Am I making sense? Is this logical or illogical? What say you? Again, I can bring many different examples and go on for the next couple of hours. But I just want to make this very just short and sweet, somewhat, versus just going on another hour or two talking about something. I just want to give you a couple bullet points. See, propaganda, you got to wonder who is, who is pushing this narrative that is just black on black. Is the, is the public enemy number one. But when you start digging in deep and looking at the logic of things, who's the, who is the villain? Who's the real villain? Just something to think about. And see, things is put out here for a reason. A smokescreen. Because as long as you have propaganda and pushing the narrative that is just, let's say, black on black... You're really not going to pay attention to what goes on around you. But you feel in the effects, though. I tell you one thing. You feel in the effects when you go in to buy an apple for $3. One apple. You feel in the effects when you buy a half a gallon of milk. And it's $7, $8. You feel in the effects when gas prices... Is five, six, seven dollars and not changing. So, who is the problem? Which is worse? Black on black crime or white on white hate? Thank you for listening. Thank you.